All right, we're starting the Mara Daf Ayin Ches. We're four lines from the bottom of Ayin Zayin Abayz. And just to jump back into it, we had a Machlekes over here, Tudor Shimon and the Chachamim, back in the Mishnah, about what, whether Rav Shimon wanted to learn a Kalachimer to show that not only if you say that Amainis and Mayavis, females, are going to be mutter, so for sure. Mitzris ve'edaimis will be mutter miyad and don't have to wait like a mitzri and edaimi to the third generation. Mikal v'chaimer. And the Rabbanon said to him, And went through what the whole answer the Rabbanon would have given. We did that yesterday. And uh, Rav Shimon said three things. So first, so he had his kal v'chaimer. He said, anyways, it's a halacha. And the third thing is, so first he tried the Kabbalah, which I would have had a response to, again, based on how they held in Shittas or Belazer ben Yaakov. And he said, it's a halacha. And he said, furthermore, said Reb Shimon, mikra misayeni, because the Pasuk by Adomi Mitzri says, banim asher yivol ledulahem. And we made a, a diya come the Pasuk, banim v'loi banois. Okay, so now we're going to, on this a little. Turn around, bottom, bun, vilay bun, stivirab shimon. So shimon holds that when we talk about mitzri and adami, it's only going to be banim who are aser, meaning that have to wait until the third generation in order to become tar, but not banois, not females. They are mutter miyad, like Rav Shimon learned that from amaynis and mayavis. Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda is going to argue on Rav Shimon. He says, "Harei uaymer." The pasuk says, "Banim asher yivaldu lahem darshlishi." It says, key word is not banim like you tried to say, but rather yivaldu, hakasav talan beleda. And that we're gonna, it's going to go based on the leda, meaning anybody who's born from them, and therefore even Nekeva as well. Okay, I say yivaldu, anything that's born from them has to wait until the third generation. Rashi is tula shyness. Either that call anodim afilu nekeva mamashma, or talan beleda, that tala habanim be'em, that it either goes after the mother. It's, it's dependent on the mother, whoever the mother gives birth to. And Amar of Yechanan. Ilavd Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Hakas of Talam Beleda, had had Rabbi Yehuda not said. Rabbi Yehuda is just basically going to say that it's a good thing that Rabbi Yehuda holds that Nekevas are going to be Aser. That's code word for Hakas of Talam Beleda. So Nekevas are going to be Aser. Loimatsa Yad of Araglav Beis Hamedrash. So Rabbi Yehuda would have backed himself into a corner. Rabbi Yehuda holds that also the Mitzris, like we just said, Mitzris. And Adoimis Nikavis are going to have to wait to the third generation, like the men, argues Rav Shimon. Why? Because if he would hold that their mutter immediately, then you're going to have problems. Why? Kivan the Amar Mar, since Rabbi Yehuda holds, Kahal Gerim Ikri Kahal, that any Kahal Gerim, meaning any Gerim, would automatically be considered Kahal, which means that a Mitzri Rishay Nershani couldn't marry him, right? Because the Mitzri Rishay Nershani has an Isser, Lavay Bekahal. So who could he marry? People that are not in the kahal. Well, if any ger is in the kahal, then if Rabbi Yehuda would have, um, since he already holds kahal ger and mikri kahal, we already know this, right? Those machlekes Rabbi Yehuda and, and Rabbi Yehuda. So then who would this Mitzri Shani be my yitar? Who would the Mitzri Shani be able to marry? Okay, meaning that he can't marry, he can't marry a regular ger and he can't marry a mitz, he can't marry a mitzris if you would talk a hold like Rib Shimon that a mitzris is mutter immediately, then we have problems. There would be no way to get to Dar Shlishi. He has nobody to marry. Okay, the Rishayim Shtelan, maybe some possibilities that are a little far out, and we're not going to deal with far out Lishchiach possibilities, but Al Kaponim, that is the question that the Gemara asks. So it's a good thing, or it will not, not really ask, but it says, it, it Shtelzon, right? Like, it's a good thing that Rabbi Yehuda holds 
that the Mitzris, the Nekevis, are going to be Mutter, so this way the Mitzri will have somebody to marry. So the Gemara says, one second. And let's say he doesn't. Dilma di'i avad Okay, it's only at worst case scenario, right? It's an Isser. Lava, say, but either way, right, worst case scenario, so you violate it, then Lamaisa, you have a way to get to, to her children. You would just have to commit a violation of something you're not, not supposed to do. Love and if you were over it, went ahead and married Kedushin's Typhus and they had a child, so then Lamaisa, there is a way for a, there to be. And the Gemara at this point is assuming that review that would have backed himself into a corner and it would have been an impossibility. So the Gemara is saying, no, it's a possibility. We don't, it's not a great option for us, but it's a possibility. So the, the Gemara says, right, Dilma di Avar Venasif. So the Gemara says, the Eloi Kasav Kra. We're not going to say things that are tully on if you were over and you did it, Be'isr, then you, you could figure out a way. So the Gemara says, well, what do you mean? The whole idea of Mamzer, Harry Mamzer, de'i, the Kasav Kra. We have a Pasuk about Mamzer, and what's a Mamzer? That's two people having a relationship they're not supposed to be having. That's how you created a mamzer in the first place. And the Torah is telling you, how does it come about? Through an Avera. So we do discuss things that come about through an Avera. So the Gemara says, the Eli Yisura Kasev, the Eli No, like this. Right. The Torah is telling you, don't do the following thing. Don't create mamzer. Don't have illicit relationships. Don't do any of that. If you do, here's what the penalty is going to be. But the Torah is not going to tell you that Adar Shlishi is mutter lavai bakal. If the only way to get to mutter is by committing an Avera. Uh-huh. So we don't want an ADE mutter. De usher will tell you, don't do that. Bad, right? That, that's, don't do that. So we're okay telling you that. But we don't say, here's the way, <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. Here's the way that you can be Matai or and it would require the only path according to Rebihuda, like we said, if he didn't hold of, if he, ha- if he didn't hold what he holds, meaning Yuvoldu, if he would have held like Rav Shimon, that the Nekevos of a Mitzri and a Demir Mutter immediately, then he would ha- there would be no non-Avera path to a Mitzri Shlishis. That's what the Gemara is saying. Hare Machzer Grushasa, the Gemara asks again, Hare Machzer Grushasa, di'i lehete, Rav Akasve. So this is technical, right? Machzer Grushasa, we learn from the Pasuk, it says, Achare Asher Hutama'a, that if she marries if a woman marries her husband, she divorces her husband, marries somebody else, and goes back to her first husband, so that's an Isra Lav. And the Pasuk says, Acharei Asher Hutama, we learn from the Pasuk that he, that she is We learn that her children are going to be kosher from that. It's only Chayim Lav, and her children are going to be kosher. So now, so we learn her children are going to be kosher. So the Gemara says, Hashem Misham Ikri Suruhu De Kosve. Again, that's a D-E, but we, really it's a diak that we learn that her children are going to be tar that her children are not going to be Mamzerim, but really the Pasuk is coming to tell you that she is going to be Aser. So it's really a D'i of Iser, which we're okay to learn a D'i of Iser, meaning how do you violate an Iser, even if it requires doing an Avera, the Torah will list that, but it's not going to tell you how to become Tahar or Kasher if it's going to, be, it's going to require you to, to violate or commit an Avera. Tan Rabbanon. Okay, says the Brisa. So now, just to, just to, we're just to some drushes over here. So the Pasuk by... Um, the Pasuk by Mitzri and Adomi says, Bonim asher hem dar shlishi, hem hashem. So we're going to darsh in those psukim. Okay, meaning why do I need Bonim? Right, really what, what we have to figure out is Bonim asher hem dar shlishi, lahem. That's a lot of extra words. What does Bonim come to tell me? What does Yavoldu come to tell me? And then there's two lahems. Asher Yavoldu lahem dar shlishi and Yavoy lahem dar shlishi. So there's four things we have to figure out. So why do we have to say banim and dairis? So im nemer dairis, I'm nemer banim. So im nemer banim, v'le nemer dairis. So what would you have thought if it would have just said banim? 
right? Children from Mitzri is Aser, Hayisi, Aymer, right? What did the Pasuk say? If it would have just said children and Shlishi and didn't say Dar, I would have said third born child is going to be Mutter. Hayisi, Aymer, Ben Rishan, Vishani, Aser. You know what? When the first and second son of a Mitzri is Aser and the third, meaning, you know, it's not generations, it never said Dairai. So maybe it just, if it would have just said Banim, it would have just meant children. And therefore, Rishon Vishani Asr Shishi Mutter, the Kachnem or Deiris. We have to say no. What we mean when we say children is generations. First generation Asr, second generation Asr, third generation Mutter. Maybe Nemer Deiris, or Nemer Bonifin. It would have just said generations. Hayisi Aimer, Loisin Aimdim and Har Sinai. Maybe it's Dafka only the Mitzrayim that were at Har Sinai. Okay. Bachem, right? Meaning it's it, because the Pasuk would be talking to you. You and your children, meaning those that are seen it. The banim. Okay, so we see it, it's referring to that it's it's referring to banim that it's the it's the children, right? It's not the one standing at Harsinai, it's their children. And then we said Doris Banim Ashayivoldu to create Doris. So the two of them work together. Okay, so we now have this idea that it's not just the children of it's not just the third born child, and it's not just to the ones sitting at Harsinai, that it is any banim of any so now, again, we have two lahems in the Pasuk. Lahem, so what does lahem mean? Lahem means mehem mane. Count from them, meaning the Mitzri himself. Don't say that you need three generations from him. They, the Mitzri who's Megayer, you need one, two, three from him, but rather he's counted as one. So Mitzri Rishon, who is Megayer, he counts as one, his son's two, and then his grandson, like we saw in the story, his grandson's going to be Mutter. Um, and what's the second lohem? Again, we said the Pasuk says, Mamzer, you have a lohem, Bekalashem, Gam, it's Banam Asher, Yivoldu lohem, Dershishi, Yavoy lohem. So what's the second lohem? Halach Achar Psulon. Okay, this idea that we are going to go after the most possible one. Okay, meaning that, let's say you have a Mitzri that married a Yisraelis, okay, and we discussed this before, or Yisrael Shanasa Mitzris, we're going to go after the Mitzri, the Psul, not the Kasher child. I need both of them. Okay, so you might think that you're going to count only from the first generation, like we said. And if it would have just said, if it would have just said, Lahem, then I would have thought that a Mitzris move Beresh and this guy right here, that her and her children count as one. Okay, meaning that even if a woman comes to me, this guy, that's going to be two generations right there. One, two, and already this Vlad, even though she, she comes, she's pregnant, she's in this guy, that the third one's going to be okay. Now, okay, so the point is, what did the Pasuk and Mamzer say? It says, Mamzer, Yavoy. Bakal Hashem, Gam Dor Asiri Lo Yavoy Loi Bakal Hashem. So that seems like an extra Loi as well. Just like we were dashing the Lahems over here. What are we going to do with the Loi? So, So why do I need to say Lahem and Loi? Okay, that we go after the Psul. So you might think, maybe, right? We said that what is Lahem? One of the Lahems by uh, Mitzri and Adami come to tell us that you're going to go after the most puzzle. That if a puzzle marries a kosher, you're going to go after the puzzle. So why do I need a loy by Mamzer? Because if I would have just had a lahem by Mitzri, I would have said, you know why? Because if we just have a lahem by Mitzri, that's because Mitzri is a non-kosher child, okay? And therefore, meaning it's 
parents, his lineage was, was Gaish, and therefore we're going to go after the most puzzle. Avol Mamzer de Bamitipa Kshera, but they come from a Yid, and right? Mamzer is created on, on a, on a Bia of a, a, a Chaybe of Krizos. According to most, so um, according to Levi Paskin, and therefore it comes from Tipek Sheres. So therefore, Emaloi. So maybe we don't go after the Psal. It's only when they're coming from a guy. When the Zera is Psal, we're going to go after the most Psal one. Because Mamzer has something. They each have something that the other one doesn't. Mamzer is going to be Aser Lavoi Laolam. But here, where anyways is a heter after three generations, is a reason to put more Makel, and maybe we wouldn't go after the most Psal Zera. Okay. So now, we got through the drushas. Now we're going to have a machlekes over here. Do we go after the mother or the father? Meaning when you have, Amar Rabba Barachana, Amar Rav Yechanan. So Rabba B'Shem Rav Yechanan says, Mitzri Sheni Shenasa Mitzri Rishayna. So the man is a Mitzri Sheni, the woman is a Mitzri Rishayna. Okay, what is the status of the child? Is the child of this union going to be a Shlishi or a Sheni? So the, so the Gemara says, B'na Shlishi Hava. Okay, we go after the shlishi, which sounds like alma kosaver baser didei shadino We go after the man. Man is a mitzri sheni. Woman is a mitzri rishon. We're gonna the child's gonna mitzri shlishi. We go after the man. Masiv Rav Yosef Rabbi Tarfan Oymi Yechalon Amzayim Litahar. He says that there is a way for mamzerin to become tahar. How? Ketzad mamzer nasar nasar shifcha havlad eved. So if a mamzer, this is the way to clean a mamzer. If a mamzer marries a shifcha. Then the vlad becomes an evid. Shechraru, if shechrara, if you free the evid, nimtza ben chayrin. So now he's a new ben chayrin. Okay, that wipes clean the mamzeris. Amabasar didasha dinalei. So we see the only way to do this is if we're going after the mother. It's because a mamzer marries a shivcha. The shivcha son is an evid, and that gets freed. So that's why. So we see who are we going based on the mother, not based on the father. So the gemara says shani hasam. No, that's different. To amar kroh that that is specific to shivcha, meaning, and we discussed this idea before that we said a shivcha is am hadaymalachamar, that they don't have a, a yichos after parents. Uh, who who? What is a shivcha? It's not that it's not that it's just it's not that it's just a guy, but it's that it's an evet that the cha, children her children his children aren't his, they're the masters. So basically, they don't go based on we don't follow normal rules because they don't. Normally, we say the father, right, is the father and the mother. Here, we're saying that who the children belong to, the master, they belong to somebody else. So therefore, we don't have to follow the normal rules. So we see, the pastor comes to tell us, so we see that we don't have to follow the normal rules. And yet, normally, yes, we would say that we go after the father. But when it comes to shivcha, we have a pastor telling us specifically to a shivcha because the child's in Evid. Specifically, there we can follow the mother. Masiv Rava. So Rava's going to ask on this, you said that it goes based on the... Father, what does that tell you? That if you have a father and a mother in mismatch, a mitzrisheni, and a mitzris rishain, will be matahar the child. Masiv Rav, I'm Rabbi Yehuda Minimin, ger mitzri haya. So he, chavar mitamida Rabbi Kiva, we just recently quoted this. Rabbi Yehuda says that I, along in yeshiva, I had another Talmud, right? We were both talking to Rabbi Akiva, and that was ger mitzri, minimin, the ger mitzri. Va'amar, and he used to say, ani mitzri rishain. Okay, I am for Fallon, right? I'm a Mitzri Rishon. And I married a Mitzri Rishon. My, my, my child, so my, me and my wife are both first generation Mitzri. I'm going to marry my, my child, who's a second generation Mitzri, to who? Livinay Mitzri Shnia. I'm going to find him a good Shidduch of a second generation Mitzris, so that, Kedeshi Yubem Bini, Roy Lava Bakal. So that my, cho- my grandchildren will be able to. 
join Klai Nami. So what was he saying? If his, if anyways, we're going to go based on the man, why is he saying, I'm going to find a good second generation mitzris for my son who's a second generation? It doesn't matter. It goes best buster the man anyways. And even if he would find for his son a mitzris rishayna, it would be just as, just as well. So the says, you're right. No, he says, tani rishayna. Okay, not shnia. And you're right. It would have worked with a mitzris rishayna. Okay, so we see here that this is rabbah. This is going to be Machagis. Rabbi B'Shem Rav Yechanan says that we're going to go based on the man. Meaning, if you have a Mitzri Shani and a Mitzri Shrishayna, we're going to go based on the man and the child will be a Shlishi. Kiyasa Rav Dimi Yamar Rav Yechanan and Mitzri Shani should also Mitzri Shrishayna. B'na Shani. That no, we're going to go after the woman. Okay, Mitzri Shani should also Mitzri Shrishayna. B'na Shani, the child is going to be a Shani. Who? Now, the assumption is, if we go based on the mother, you want to know why? Why would we go based on the mother? Those fathers normally yichas that we understand. Why would we go based on the mother? Because of the concept of uber yerech imay hu. Okay? And therefore, that would be the understanding. So now we're saying, you're saying, you, Rebdimi, B'Shem are saying that the child will follow the mother. So you're assuming uber yerech imay. However, Rabbi Yechanan, we have another case, Dabar Rabbi Yechanan, Hifrish Chatos Muberis, that if a person had to bring a Chatos and he separated to bring for a Chatos a pregnant uh, cow, the Yolda, and the child gave, and, and the cow gave birth. So now, Ratzim Meskaper Ba, Ratzim Meskaper Bevlada, that he could be Meskaper with either one. Okay? Why? Because, because, because it looks like, uh, because it's like he was mafresh two animals. So, so it's like you were mafresh two chatos. You had, you know, you, had, you, you were mafresh a chatos and an insurance one. We, we discussed this in Sachem extensively, right? That you, have, you, that you were mafresh two chatos. One was, uh, we didn't, you didn't designate which one was the primary, but one is insurance. One's an insurance policy to make sure that you have your chatos. And now, what's the din? So we see that you can bring one of them. So it must be that Uber is Lav Yerech Imayhu. El Yamrit Uber Yerech Imayhu Havale Vlad Chatos. Right? If you say that Uber is Lav Yerech Imayhu, so when you designated the pregnant cow for Chatos, you designated two the mother and the Uber inside. But if you say Uber is Yerech, and then you could, that's why you could bring either one. It's like you designated two animals. However, Eliyamret Uber Yerech Imayhu, Havalei Vlad Chatos, Vlad Chatos Lemisa Azal. Then it has a dinner of Vlad Chatos, and Vlad Chatos has to, goes Lemisa, and you can't bring whichever one you want. So we see that Rav Yechenon holds what? Uber Lav Yerech Imayhu. So why, how could you, Rav Dimi, say B'Shem Rav Yechenon, that we're going to go based on the mother. So the Gemara, Azal, okay, so Ishtik. So he was quiet. So Amarlay, Rabdimi was quiet. No one to respond. Amarlay. So Abaya came to answer for Rabdimi. He said, Dilmashani Hasam. Maybe it's different. Why are we going to follow the mother? Even though Rav Yechon holds, we're still going to follow the mother. Why? Shani Hasam, the Chesiv, Ashegivoldu. Because, like, remember, we saw the Pasuk before, like Rabbi Yehuda, Ashegivoldu. Hakasav Talu Beleida. 
that you're right, over here, when it came to Mitzri Nadaimi, we're going to go based on the mother. It's a special Gzairus HaKasav over here. That's where the Pasuk is written. And therefore, that's what we're going to go based on Yuvoldu. Yuvoldu tells me that the, we're going to go based on the mother. Again, that's according to at least one, one Lashon and Rashi of how we learned the Drush and Rabbi Yehuda of Yuvoldu. Okay? And we're going to go based on the mother. So Amr Lehi. So Rabbi said to him, Karkafna. Smart one. Chazisa, right? Star Talmud. I saw your Rebbe between Beni Amudi, between the pillars. Meaning, he was basically saying that he, okay, you were the good, uh, you, that you, you got it right. Because when Rabbi Yechen and Taka, I saw, I heard from your Rebbe, that specifically here, when we talk about Mitzri and Mitzris, we're going to go based on the mother. Again, so Rabbi Mervechanan said, if you have, again, with cases you have a Mitzri Shani marrying a Mitzris Rishon, Rabbi Mervechanan said, you're going to go based on the father. And we have Rav Dimi coming saying, because the Pasuk says, Asher Yivoldu here, even though we normally go based on the father, we're going to go based on the mother here, and therefore that child will be a Mitzri Shani, not a Mitzri Shlishis. Difference is whether, like we said, Dar Shlishi is Roy Lavan. So you have a pregnant mu'uberes, a, a pregnant nachris, uh, 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 a pregnant non-Jew that she's in Iskaya. Her child does not need a separate tvila. Okay? So again, we just said, this is going to be kasha, we said that Rav Yechenon holds... Uber, so you have a pregnant lady that comes to be in this guy, or why doesn't the Uber need tefillah? If it, the Uber is considered a separate being, then the Uber should need its own tefillah. We've had this sugya a few times, not to go too far into it, but maybe you'll tell me it's because... Maybe because the baby, it's roiv, yeah, it's roiv chaytzeitz, but it's not makbed. Okay, and that's at least Midaraisa, right? We said that even Midarabanan would be problematic. So it wouldn't, it wouldn't work out anyways, Midarabanan, but at least on a Daraisa level, if it's Rubai Umakbid love, if you care about it, it's Chaitzitz. Rubai Sheinai Makbid love, Einai Chaitzitz. And that's why over here, you're not Makbid. The baby wants, doesn't want to have to do an extra tefillah. And therefore, it's not going it's, it's to be considered Makbid, love. It's not going to be considered, we're not going to view the mother's uh, covering as a Chatzitza. And therefore, it's like the baby went into the mikvah as well. That only works for Rav. Doesn't matter. It's not Tali Birak Bada. If it's Kulai, then it is going to be a Chatzitza. And here the baby is obviously inside the mother's womb, fully covered by the mother. So the Gemara answers, Shani Yomar, the Hainer No, this is how it naturally grows. That this is, it's considered its natural habitat. And therefore, Rashi says, and it's not a Chatzitza. That's not considered something that's being chitzitz. That is what an uber, that's what an uber is. Just like you, when you go to the mikvah, your kidneys don't need a separate, a, a separate, uh, um, uh, what's it called? A separate tevila, right? It's part of the guf that's going so too over here. The baby is not going to need one. Okay, we have no raya over yarechimai one way or another. Kiyasa ravina amar Okay, so now we have a third shita. Kiyasa ravina amar not really arguing, but he's just saying, Be'umais, okay, we're dealing with, who do we go after, mother or father? So we said, we were dealing with our case, which is Mitzri Shani, married to a Mitzri Shani. Now we had a Machlekes, whether we're going to go after the father or the mother. Now we're going to talk about 
a different din b'shem Rav Yechen because Ravina be'umais. These are the Zayin umas. Now we know when it comes to the Zayin umas, there's a din of leisachaya kol neshama. They're not allowed to live. So now, okay, and therefore be'umais halachachar azachar. So who are we going to go after? We're going to go after the zachar. Nizgairu halachachar pogum shebeshnehem. However, if in regards to Yuchsin, if they were in this guy here, we're going to go after the Pagum of both of them. But Umas Halachachar Zacha, where are we going to see that? Kedetanya, Minayin La'echad Mina Umas. So let's say a random person, not random um, Uma, Sheba Ala Knanis. So normally Knanis would be Begeder Loisachaya. So, but it's. Okay, so if you had somebody who wasn't from the Zion Umas, and it was Bala Knanis who is from the Zion Umas, Vahoilid Ben. So, and they give birth to a child. That you are allowed to, meaning you don't have to kill him because we're going to say, go after the father. That's the point here, right? You have a kananis is one of the, you have a leisachayi kol neshama. You have a father that came from somewhere outside, from out of town, okay? So now, if the child born is going to be a kananis, then it's together leisachayi kol neshama, that you would have a chiv to kill him, meaning you couldn't, you couldn't hire him as an evid because you had to kill him. But if we go based on the father, then it's not considered a, a kanani. So who we go after? Like we said, where do we see that? From the settlers, meaning people who came from a different country. Okay, so we see, that, and, and the way Rashi explains it is normally we assume that the woman stays where, where she was raised. So we're talking about what does Mineh Toshavim mean? That you had a Kananis woman who would again present the problem with for a Zachar, but a Kananis woman who married somebody who came from a different land. The child who was a son, even though it would be a son born in a, to a Kananis woman, we're going to go Halachachar, a Zachar, and therefore it's not going to be considered a Kananis, and there's no Isra of Leisachaya. So I might think that even one of the Kananim Shabal, Achas Mina Umais, Vahilid Ben, Shatar, Rashad, Ebed. So I might think the other way around. Again, Kananim are Leisachaya. So the Gemara says that you might think it also would be okay. Okay, only if the mother is a Kananis so are you going to be okay. But if the father is a Kanani, if the father is a Kanani, we go Halachachar Zachar and therefore you can have a problem. Nizgairu, Halach, okay, so now we had a blanket. Let's get back to Mitzri over here. He said, so number one, we learned about Kanani, Lesachaya, right? Okay, fine. Now, what about Nizgairu, Halachachar Pagam Shabashnehem? What is that case talking about? We're not talking about the Kanani and the Kananis there. What are we talking about? So, in what situation did Rabbin Amar Rav Yechanan say that Nizgairu, Halachachar Pagam Shabashnehem? If you want to talk about a Mitzri marrying an Amaynis, there is no Pagam. My Pagam Shabashnehem is Pagam. Okay, now, there is no Pagam Shebeshnehem. You're right, technically what we're trying to tell you is that you're going to go after the Mitzri, which we understood, but it's, the, we said that it's Pagam Shebeshnehem. And Amaynis herself is not Pagam. The rule is going to follow, but the problem is the case you set up a Pagam Shebeshnehem is incorrect. There is no Pagam. Mitzri is one Pagam, and the Amaynis is not considered a Pagam. Amaynis is, considered, is fully allowed. So... So, I might even like Amaynis. So, Ella, what are we talking about over here? That Rav and Amar Viechan said we're going to go after the Pagam. Ella about Amaynis Shenosa Mitzris. We're talking about an Amaynis that married a Mitzris. Now, Izachar Have, it's like this. So, an Amaynis, like we said, is Aser Zachar, is Aser Lailam. A Mitzris is 
or any, right, Mitzri, we're going to go like Shittas Chachamim, that is Mutter after the third generation. So watch this. Izachar, so if the, you're, on my, you're on my knee and your Mitzris had a male child, Izachar Hava, Shad Yabasar on my knee. So we're going to go based on the father. That's what Rav and Rav Yechenor now says. You want to know which one we're going to go after? We add a Machlekes, mother or father. We're going to go after the most possible one. So like this, if the child is, it's going to be on a case-by-case basis. If the child is a male, so then we'll say it's the son of an Amayni. Son of an Amayni is Aser forever. E Nikeva. So if it's an Akeva, we're not going to say it's an Amayni's and Mutter Miyad. E Nikeva, Vishad Yabasar Mitzris. We're going to go based on the mitzvahs that at, at, at least she'll be usher for till the third generation. So we see here that it's situational. It says, Rav and Rav So again, we had Rav and Rav Yechanan said we go based on the father. We had, we had Rav Dimi and Rav who said we go based on the mother. And now we have Rav and Rav Yechanan who says we go based on the most possible one. Each child we're going to don what would be the worst case scenario. And that's what we're going to go with. Now, let's move on. Zuck the Mishnah. Mamzerim v'nesinim asurin v'isser um, so a mamzer and a nasin and a nasin. What's a nasin? Those are the givoinim. Shin is guy. Rashi says shin is guy. Yeshua. So they came and made Yeshua. They said we have information. We can help you. They cut a deal with Yeshua that allowed them in, and then they their information ended up being uh, useless. Okay, but Yeshua, Yeshua still kept his side of the bargain, allowed them to come in, but because they kind of cheated him, so he relegated them to second class citizens. Okay. Um, and they became the point is they're apostle they're not considered um, part of the kahal okay they may never come into kahal Yisrael and this applies to men and women so we're going through the different psulim right obviously we discussed we discussed Amaini Mayavi versus Amainis Mayavis we discussed Mitzri they each had a knech right they each had a knech Amaini Mayavis Amainis and the Kavis were going to be allowed Mitzri you have a knech that it's Dar Shlishi Mitzri and Adami and now we have Mamzer and Nasin is Isser Oilam. Amr Reish Lakish, Mamzeres Laachar, Asaradaris Mutaras. Okay, so even though the Mishnah said, and we'll have to address what the Mishnah said and how we're going to deal with that, but comes along Reish Lakish and says, fascinating, that a Mamzeres after 10 generations is allowed. Yalif Asiri Asiri Mi Okay, because what does the Pasuk say? It says by Mamzer, Gam Dur Asiri Lo Yavolahem Bekal Hashem. And what does it say by Amoni Umayavi? That Okay, so we have an ad oilam ba'amayni. That's what the Pasuk says. It, by both of them it says, Gam Hashem. So now we're going to learn Asiri Asiri Me'amayni Ume'avi. Because it says, Amayni Ume'avi Gam Hashem. Now we know when we talk about an Amayni and a Ume'avi, what is Asr? Only the Zachar. The Nekeva, it's going to be Mutter. So we have a Gzeir so we're going to have to learn something. Just like Amani and Mayavi, Nekeva is Mutter. I've kind of Kevus Mutaris. I, okay, so if Nekeva is Mutter, why are you, Reish Lakish, saying 10th generation? Just say, just like Amani and Mayavi, it's going to be Mutter. So too, my Mamzer, where it said, we'll say that Mamzeris is going to be fine. So the Gzeir says, no, and the way Rashi explains like this. Remember, we had Mamzer, it says Mumzar. We, we brought this out in Rashi before when we brought up Mamzer. Meaning that it has to include Nekevas as well. Ah, you have the Gzeir Shava. So since the Gzeir Shava uses the word Asiri, so I'm going to say, and what do I learn from the Gzeir Shava Asiri, Asiri, that Nekevas are going to be Mutter? I can't say that it's Mutter immediately because I have this limit of Mamzer, Mumzar, that even a Nekeva is going to be Asr. So when I put it all together, it's going to tell me Nekeva will be, will be Mutter after some time. 
Asr for some time and Mutter for some time. Since I don't have it defined, anyways, my Gzeir Shavah that I learned the cave is going to be Mutter is from the word Asiri. So I'll say it's 10th generation. Okay, therefore, says Rish Lakish that Imam Zeres, 10th generation, is going to be Mutter. Now, the Mepharshim I saw brought down very interestingly that if you look at why Dafka 10, that there could be some reasoning behind it. And that is that if you look at, in each generation, it goes down, right? So the first generation, the first, the first child from the Mamzeres would, be, would have half a Mamzeres. The second one would have a quarter. The third would have an eighth. The fourth would have a, uh, a sixteenth. Then you'd have a thirty. The fifth would have a, second, a thirty-second. The uh, sixth would have a sixty-fourth. The one twenty-eight, two fifty-six, five twelve. Okay, we're very good because we got to. We all lived in the generation. We had to transitions from megabytes to gigabytes, right? So, so right, remember when they were like just bytes and the floppies? Okay. Anyway, so to ten twenty-four. Okay, so when you get to the 10th generation, it's 1024, a gigabyte or a megabyte if you're from my generation. Okay, so now you're at the 1024. So there is a din, 1024, there's a din of bittel of a barrier of one in 1960th. So that exceeds the 1960th, and that could be a reasoning why the 1024, why the one in 1024, why Dafka is the 10th generation, although the, the Gemara seems to be saying that it's based on the word Assyria, but if you wanted to attach some reason to it. I, our Mishnah just said Yisraelam. Echad zechari mechad akeva. So the verse is like Tasha. So like Tasha like this. Rishakish was going according, Rishakish had a Tana that went like him. Meaning that there is a Machlegis of something called Doin Min, Hakamad Namar Doin Minah Uminah. Hakamad Namar Doin Minah Vauki Ba'asra. Okay, so there is, there is a machlekes, we have this in Chulun, we have it throughout Shas, meaning when I learn Gzeir Shava, do I learn everything from that Gzeir Shava, or do I just learn some things? Meaning, Reish Lakish holds, like, and, and, that's, and that is a machlekes tanayim. So our Mishnah is going like the Maddamar who holds, meaning what are we learning? From the Gzeir Shava, we're learning Adoilan. I have to learn the Adoilam anyways. I need the Asiri Asiri to tell me Adoilam. Just like by Amoni, my Avi, it says Adoilam. So too by Mamzer, it says Adoilam. So I needed to learn the Adoilam. Now the question is, am I just going to learn the Adoilam? That Asiri Asiri tells me, Gamdar Asiri, how long? Adoilam forever. Or, according to Reh Shaka, so that's now, we're gonna, now it's going to be Machlikas. Our Tana holds, you'll learn the Adoilam and that's it. Reh Shaka is going like the other Tana, arguing on the Tana of our Mishnah, who would hold daimina umina? Once you learn the Gzeir Shavu, learn everything from it, and therefore, once I'm learning the what is darasi, we mean adolam. How long is a mamzer asra? I need to learn from amoni and mayavi adolam forever, so that it's like the mam. I can learn that the mamzer. So once I'm learning that, then I'm going to learn the idea of a heter nikeva as well, because of the din of when I when I'm done Gzeir Shavu daimina umina. I learn everything all the way. I got to learn everything all the way. I can't bifurcate. Okay, how command Amar? Rishakish is going to command Amar. Daimino, you know how command Amar. The town of our Mishnah holds a command Amar which says Daimino, but Uki ba'asra. Shalosh Rebbe Lazar, Mamzeres Achar Asara Daramahu. Very interesting Gemara over here. So they asked Rebbe Lazar, what, what, what about a Mamzeres? So what do you hold, Rebbe Lazar? So he said, Amar lehem mi yitain li darshlishi v'atareno. You won't find a third generation Mamzer. Okay, why? Because they die. Okay, it's impossible. Alma kasavar Mamzeres lechai. Because a mamzeres can't live. A mamzer doesn't live. Frek the Gemara, what do you mean? It says that it's also forever, so it must be they live. So Amr Abzera, fascinating. A known mamzer, if it's a publicized mamzer, then they're going to live. Okay? That if they are known as a mamzer, then they're going to live, 
Meaning Rashi says, Mamzer to Yadi, Lakol Baburur Chaihu, Vidaris of the Lebitamube. Meaning people won't, once it's a branded known Mamzer, then they will live. The Lo Yadi Loichai. The Yadi, the Lo Yadi, Atlasadari Chai, Tfei Loichai. Okay? So if it's a known Mamzer, they're going to live, they're going to live, it's possible that they could live. If it's unknown, Meaning nobody knows he's a mamzer, he's not going to live, and that's what he's referring to. No, if nobody knows mamzeris, if you don't know who they are, then they're not going to live. Good luck finding me one. And we said the yadi yadi, they're going to live until three generations, okay? Um, because again, it's something that's considered a suffix. So it, it has to do. It seems like some sort of supernatural thing where Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want. If it doesn't want Mamzerim to mix. So there's a thing that a Kaddish Baruch Hu causes that if it's a Mamzer that's unknown, that it's going to die. But if it is known, then it will, then anyways, they're branded and they're not going to mix into the rest of Kali Yisrael. So we have a story with a Mamzer that was in the neighborhood of Ravami. They, about this Mamzer, they, they made it Kol Kairi. They said, this guy is a Mamzer. He was crying. The mamzer was crying. He said, Now I'm going to live because now everybody knows I'm a mamzer. And like we said, if it's a mamzer that's known, so then he will live. Okay, let's just move on a little bit. We'll go into the next. Um, we're going to start the story. I guess we'll finish it tomorrow. But um, this is the story of why Nisinim are going to be Aser. Nisinim Aser Oilam. Amar Rav Chana Bar Ada. Right? No, it's mamzer was a Pasuk for doesn't, we don't have a Pasuk for Nesinim. So why are Nesinim Aser? So now we're going to relate the story. That David was Gazar on the Nesinim. The Pasuk says, And he said to the Givonim, David said to the That's what the Pasuk says. So we see, David was Gazar. Why are Nesinim Aser forever? Because David was Gazar. Why? What happened? My time of Gazar Alayu, because in the times of David, David Okay, there was a famine in the times of David, okay, and it was for three years. The famine had raged on. Now, initially, David, what, what, when, when, when hard times befall somebody, so what are you, what are you supposed to do? You fashish with So at first, David said, okay, let me look and see, is there something wrong? with my malchus, there's something wrong with me, there's something wrong with the people that's causing this raw, this famine. Maybe you have as the Pasuk says, Okay, because we know it's formulaic that it says in Shema that if you serve Avayi Dezara, then you won't have rain. No, there was no Avayi Dezara. Shniya, it's the second year, okay, let's try something else. Okay, next, the next year's rainy season came. Still no rain. He said, okay, maybe we have other problems. Maybe there's a riot here. Because the Pasuk says in Yermia, we see that we held back rain. Right? So we see that the idea, of, the idea of rains being withheld has to do with Isha Zaina, that there's a riot there. But there was no riot. So now the third year came. Again, there's no rain. Maybe there are people who committed to give tzedakah. They nice and then they didn't give. Because what is a Paiskin tzedakah barabim like and who doesn't give? It's like dechsev, nesiyim v'ruach v'geshem ayin, says the Pasuk. There's wind, there's, there's, there's clouds, everything's all ready to go. It's about to, it's about to storm. We're going to get rain. 
The Geshemayim in no rain comes, Ish Mishal Mata Sheker. That is like a person who goes ahead and gives, it's really false hope. We see the clouds, we see the rain, we see the clouds, we see the winds, everything's coming, but there's no rain. A person who goes ahead and is Paiskut Staka, and he says, I'm going to give Tzedakah, and he doesn't give, he's created again, whipping up false hope, doesn't end up delivering. Ish Mishal Matas Sheker. But Matsu, and there was nobody who didn't give the Tzedakah that they promised. Amar, Eina Davertali Elabi. Must be that there's something else going on here. It's Tali and me. Miyad Hashem. Okay, so, so Dovin then went to go search for answers. He couldn't find any answers by being Mephashrish of the Maisim of the people. So he went and he was Mavakesh Pnei Hashem. Mayhi, what does that mean, Mavakesh Pnei Hashem? He asked the Urim Betumim. Why? Because it says, What does it say? The Pasuk says, Okay, so we see when David said he went to go ask Pnei Hashem, we see that what does Pnei mean? It means the Urim Betumim. Hashem el, el Shal el Beis Hadamim. You want to know why you're getting this rub? It's because of Shal and the Beis Hadamim, Asher Hamis, Al Asher Hamis Okay, that there's two things. Number one, it's because of Shal, and because he, Shal killed the, the, the Givainim. What does that mean, El Shal? What does that mean, El Shal, about Shal? You want to know why you're not getting rain? Shaloi Nisbat Kil Kalacha. Because the Bnei Yisrael were not properly Maspid Shal. Vel Beis Hadamim, Al Asher Hamis is Because Shal killed the Gevainim. How do we find that Shal killed the Gevainim? So since Shal since killed the Noiv Irakayanim used to take care of the Gevainim. Shal went ahead and killed out Noiv and the whole city of the Kaihanim. So therefore, there was nobody to provide for the Gevainim. Since there was nobody to provide for them, it's like, it's like Shul killed them. So the Gemara just has a problem over here. We're saying there's two things that are causing this Rav. Number one, the fact that they weren't Masbid Shul. So in a way, we're standing up for Shul's honor. And number two, as a punishment for the fact that Shul did something bad. It's very interesting. So one is we're standing up for Shoal's honor on the one hand, but on the same, at the same token, we're, we're punishing all of Klai Yisrael because of something Shoal did. Like they should cancel out in some sort of way. Well, as it's creating two. So, Gemara says, in, yeah, the Amr, Shalakish, Ma'idach, Sif, Bikshu Hashem, Bakshu Hashem, says, Koma, Anuye Eretz, Asher Mishpatai Paloi, Basher Mishpatai Sham Paloi, that we see that we're the judgment of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Okay, the, where there is a judgment of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that we have to at the same time mention Hitzitkas and Lamaisa. Those are two, yes, it sounds strange, but those are two things that had to be done. Amar David, Shal, Nafkuluhu, Tracer, Yarchi, Shasa, Veladarki, and the Mispada. Okay, and so we'll kind of stop in the middle of the story over here that David said it's too late. It's already, he says it's Tracer Yarche Shasa, 12 months of a year. Rashi says it's actually really longer than that. Too much time has passed, we must be David. It's, it's past the time. And therefore, we can't do anything about that. However, Nisinim Nikrinu Venefaisu. Okay, and we'll continue with there tomorrow. So David said, okay, I have to rectify this. I can't rectify the Hespid thing. But I can't rectify the Hespit thing, but at least we'll engage with the Nasinim and see if we can, we can get some sort of uh, kapara there for the Nasinim. And we'll, we'll discuss tomorrow exactly how kapara was achieved. Now, just one thing I just wanted to mention that it's very interesting that um, it says that it seems like the bad thing that Shaul did was not provide for the Givainim. That's what we're concerned about here. Well, what about the fact that he killed Naiv 
Era Kainim. He killed the city of Kainim. What about that? So uh, the riff brings down, he says that, that, no, 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 what we're saying is, is that Shaul and his sons were killed because they killed Naif. So they were already punished for that. But Klai Yisrael, afterwards, right, Lamaiso, you had a bunch of Givainim that were Geirim that needed to be provided for that weren't provided for. And that's, and that's what comes out from there. So I'll just quickly, don't want it to be too many days where we didn't uh, do any review. So I'll do it very quickly. Um, So the, we started off just by going back into the Machlikas, we had Rav Shimon and the, and the Rabbanon, whether or not, um, when we talk about Mitzrayim, whether the Banas and the Kavos are going to be allowed into Klai Yisrael. Immediately after we had three Dairis, Rabbi Yehuda said, we had Rav Shimon said, we had a third thing, he had a Kal B'chaymer, and then he said it's a Halacha, and then he said, Banim v'loi Banais, Banim, he made a Diak. Rabbi Yehuda said, no, actually, we're going to go bas- based on the Asher Yuvaldu, it's based on the Leda, okay, um, and uh, even the Kavis. Any Anything that's born, okay, from a woman is going to be subject to the Dar Shlishi. That's Rabbi Yehuda who's going to argue on Rabbi Shimon. And Rabbi Yechonin just commented that, um, it's, that it's a good thing Rabbi Yehuda held that even the Kavis are going to be also because otherwise there would be nobody, since he holds Kahal Gerim, Ikri Kahal, there's nobody else for a Mitzri to marry to. And we said that even though he could have violated and married a Kasher and achieved the Dar Shlishi then, we don't say the E for kosher. We did say we did say de for puzzle like mamzer or mamzer grushasa, but we don't say de for kosher. Okay, and then we said we just went through the pasuk. Right? Why did it say banim? It says banim doiris lahem lahem. Okay, asheivoldu. So what is what is uh, um, right? What, what are all these limudim? So we said banim. Okay, that it's that um, we're going to answer the. Um, not just the ones at Har Sinai, but even future generations. We're going to Aser until Dar Shlishi. So you don't think that it's just Banim, that it's just children, meaning a kid has one, first child is going to be Kid Mitzri, right? First child is in the sky, or the first child would be Aser, second child would be Aser, third child would be Mother. No, it'd have to go Dairis. We said Lahem, that we're going to count the person himself. We don't count from his son, but we count the person himself who was in the sky. And the second Lahem is we go after the most puzzle one. Okay, which launched us into, and then we had to work out by Mamzer, right, why we needed a Pasuk by Mamzer as well. Each one had a Havamina, both Mitzri, in a way, since there is a, a Kasher after third generation, would be Kasher, so it's more cool. So we needed to tell you that we're going to go after the Halachachar Apostle. And by Mamzer, even though there is, they came from Zera Kasher, not from a guy, so we needed to tell you there we're going to go after the Apostle as well. Okay, which got us into the Sugi. We had essentially a three way Machlaikis. Okay, who do we go after, man or the woman? So Rabbi Hanam Rabbi Yechanan said, we go after the man. Okay, um, I, we said, what we saw by Shifcha, that the Shifcha is able to be Matar. The Mamzer, we said, no, that's specifically a din by Shifcha, but normally we go after the man. Rabbi Dimiyam Rabbi Yechanan said, we are going to go after the woman. Okay, the Havamina was because over Yerachima, but we said Rabbi Yechanan holds, doesn't hold over Yerachima, and we said, you're right, really Rabbi Yechanan does not hold over Yerachima. Okay, and it's considered a separate thing, even though by mikvah we said that's because Heine Revisa, that it doesn't have to, that's the skyer. But we said really, Revisa holds Uber is Lavei And over here, there's a separate limud that tells us that Bonim Asher Yivoldu tells us we're going to go based on the mother, specifically here by Mitzri. Okay, and Ravina, Amrav Yechanan said the third one, that by Umas, we talked about the Zayin Umas, we're going to go after the Av. Right, meaning for the Zayinumas, as far as Lysachaya, depends. If the mother is a, if, if the father is not a Kanani, 
then it doesn't matter where they're living. If the father is not a Kanani, then the son will be mutter. Okay, if the father is a Kanani, then the son, you're not allowed to have him as an Evid because there's a Chiv to kill him. Okay, we said Niskai Ruach We had a question of how do I deal with Niskai Ruach How do you actually work that out? Technically speaking, if there's two, we said, ah, that's talking about that if an Amaini married a Mitzris, Mitzris, married a Mitzris, that depending on what the child is, we're going to go after the most puzzle. So if it's a son, we're going to go Amaini, Velay Amainis, Asr Eilam. If it's a daughter born, then we're going to say, since then Amainis would be mutter immediately, we're going to go after Mitzris and say it's Dar Shlishi, um, you know, not like Rib Shimon. Um, and then we discussed Mamzirim in the same, Asr Eilam. Okay, Ray Shlakish said that a Mamzeres is actually going to be mutter after 10 generations because we learn the Gzair Shava Assyria Siri from Amayni Ma'avi, meaning we need the Gzair Shava anyways to tell me Adolam, that a Mamzer is Asr Adolam. But once I'm learning from there, Reish Lakish, we said, holds, not like the town of Mishnah, he holds like the Mandamar holds, Daimina Umina, you're going to learn everything. And therefore, just, just like by Amayni and Ma'avi, there is a Heter Nekevis, so too, there's a Heter Nekevis. Now, with I, it's a Mamzer, so it has to be Asr, we said Mumzar, that even in Nekevis is Asr. So we learn from there that, yeah, there is a period of Isr, a period of Heter, after the 10th generation, I'll be Mutter, I'm going to learn that from the Gzair Shava Asiri Asiri, from to learn from Mamzeres, Mamzer from Amun, Amun, and Mayav, okay, putting it all together. However, the town of Remission does not hold to that. He holds that it's Asr Oilam because he holds Doiminava Ukiba Asra. Okay, and then we ask Rabbi Lazar, what about Mamzeres after 10 generations? He says they don't live. Okay, and we basically worked it out. What do you mean they don't live? We said that if they're known, they could live. If they're not known, then that they, uh, that, then they won't live. And if it's a Suffolk, then they'll live for three generations. Okay, and then we started discussing David, which we'll continue, we'll summarize tomorrow.